I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at rainnetwork.com. This is RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. Welcome. I'm Emily Donahue. The security situation in Afghanistan is critical, and in neighboring Pakistan, it's worsening. Why is this happening, and what does it mean for the region and the world? Here with details is Isaiah Galasse, RAIN's global security analyst. Welcome back to the podcast, Isaiah. Hello, how are you? Great to have you on. Let me ask you to set the picture for us. What exactly is going on in Afghanistan? Sure. So in recent months, we've been seeing Islamic State Khorasan province increasingly targeting foreigners in Kabul. Uh, since the Taliban took over in August of 2021, ISKP has mainly targeted the Taliban and ethnic and religious minorities, and it has occasionally conducted cross-border attacks targeting Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and Pakistan. Uh, but on September 5th, ISKP notably claimed responsibility for a suicide bombing conducted at the entrance to the Russian embassy in Kabul, which killed two embassy staff members and at least one Afghan civilian. Uh, then in December, ISKP claimed two additional attacks against foreigners in Kabul. On December 2nd, the group conducted a shooting attack targeting Pakistan's head of mission there. Uh, he was able to escape unharmed, but a Pakistani security guard was killed in the attack. And then on December 12th, ISKP militants attacked the Kabul Longan Hotel, which is a hotel frequented by foreigners and particularly Chinese business travelers. And that attack resulted in at least 21 casualties. The statement released by ISKP in the aftermath of that attack did indicate an intent to target Chinese nationals. And notably, that attack came a day after the Taliban deputy foreign minister had reassured China's ambassador to Afghanistan after China expressed concern over the security of its diplomats in Kabul, given the recent shooting targeting Pakistan's head of mission. So Isaiah, it, it seems to me that given what you've just said, it, it shows that the Afghan Taliban is unable to maintain security in the face of these kind of threats. Uh, that is that is correct. Uh, overall, these attacks represent a growth in the targeting of foreign diplomats and nationals in the country uh, by ISKP and the Taliban uh, have demonstrated a, a poor capability in, in countering uh, ISKP. Well, let's talk about the implications of these recent attacks. Yeah, so through these attacks, ISKP is successfully challenging the Taliban's foreign relations by damaging its credibility in upholding its security guarantees. The Taliban's foreign relations, particularly with regional countries, which have been more willing to pursue investment projects in Afghanistan for the sake of regional stability, is dependent on the Taliban's ability to secure the country and prevent its exploitation by violent extremist organizations. The shooting attack against Pakistan's head of mission already led Pakistan to express deep concern and anguish to the Taliban and demand improved security of its diplomats in the country. Uh, the attack on Chinese nationals also led to similar demands by China, but has also increased hesitation among Chinese business persons about conducting investment projects in the country, given the Taliban's inability to stem these attacks. Now, although China generally has a higher tolerance for security risks to its investment projects, the current security situation in Afghanistan will be something that goes into Chinese assessments on how soon to move forward with potential projects in the country, and it could prompt delays. So overall, we can expect more of these attacks by Islamic State Khorasan province in Afghanistan over the coming year. 
So talk to me about what's going on in Pakistan. I mean, that country's having a similar escalation, no? Yes. So security has also been deteriorating in Pakistan, particularly in the northwestern province of Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. Uh, on November 28th, Tehrik Taliban Pakistan, or the TTP, formally terminated what had been a months-long ceasefire with the Pakistani government amid a persistent stalemate in negotiations uh, and what it claims have been Pakistani counterterrorism operations against the group. Uh, and the group has since escalated attacks in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa province. Besides generally attacking security forces, the TTP has also conducted multiple direct attacks on police stations in the province, and in a particularly high-profile incident on December 18th, around 35 TTP militant detainees overpowered guards and seized control of a counterterrorism department facility in Banu district. The militants subsequently took hostages there, which triggered negotiations with authorities, and eventually two days later, on December 20th, Pakistani Special Operations Forces stormed the facility and killed most of the militants, which ended the standoff. Well, that's a lot for the government to manage. What are the implications for the security situation? Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing is these attacks highlight the persistent challenges uh, militants have posed to Pakistan especially since the Afghan Taliban took over uh, Afghanistan in August of 2021. Uh, Pakistan has had some success in eliminating senior members of the TTP over the past year, but overall, the group has maintained the persistent ability to conduct attacks primarily against security forces in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, uh, particularly after the high-profile incident in Banu district and following its ceasefire negotiations with the government. The TTP appears uh, emboldened and, and likely to escalate its activity in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. And this is especially worrying given that there have been increased reports of TTP presence uh, in the province over the past few months, which locals allege have driven violence and illicit activities there. The other thing is that the Banu incident in particular revives attention to the Afghan Taliban's unwillingness and questionable ability to counter violent extremist groups in Afghanistan, particularly those with which it maintains long-standing relations. Despite the TTP's reported increased presence in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, uh, the TTP is primarily based in eastern Afghanistan, and so it often conducts attacks by crossing the border. Uh, this was underlined by the fact that the initial demand of the militants in the Banu incident was for safe passage back to Afghanistan. Now, a TTP spokesperson later denied that and insisted their demand was for safe passage to North or South Waziristan in Pakistan, where he claims the group maintained control in certain areas. But nevertheless, the initial demand again draws attention to Afghanistan's use by militant actors to threaten regional countries. Overall, the Pakistani military appears poised to escalate its counterterrorism operations in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, uh, but pressure will also increase for the military to strike militants in Afghanistan more frequently and consistently in an attempt to improve security in Pakistan's border regions. Well, thank you for that analysis, Isaiah. Thank you. Isaiah Glase is a global security analyst with RAIN. RAIN's risk management tools offer improved situational awareness on emerging risks and threats so that you can proactively manage and mitigate potential issues. Learn about how RAIN's suite of risk intelligence tools can work for your organization at RAINnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E-Network.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.